0: welcome to lakers carpool i'm your host james brooks thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning well the stage is set we got lakers portland game one of the first round of the playoffs starting on tuesday let's get at it Alright, so how did we get to where we are, to Portland getting into the 8th seed to play the Lakers in the first round? So, it was pretty crazy, um, and it all happened within only a few days, pretty much. Um, so basically, the, the Grizzlies came out and played pretty horribly in the restart, um, only won a couple games, and then the Suns came out, they went 8-0. Won, won every single game um, and then Portland came out and Damian Lillard was hot the whole time and they played pretty well as well um, so it got down to the point where the Blazers were in the 8th seed a half a game of ahead of the Grizzlies and the Suns the Grizzlies won their game um the Suns won their game and then it and then the last game of the day was the Blazers against the Nets. If the Blazers lost, they would have been out, and then it would have been Grizzlies Suns. The Blazers played the Nets that night, and it was a barn burner. The Blazers ended up winning by One, I think it was like 135 to 134, very high-scoring game, Um, and the Nets lost. They they had a they had a chance at a last-second shot. They missed it um, and lost the game. But they had a chance to win it. It was a it was a good game. It was a fun game to watch. But with that, the Blazers clinched the eighth seed, um, and Memphis had clinched clinched the ninth seed with their win that same day. so going into the weekend, we had the play-in games. The Blazers played Memphis with the format. Again, eighth seed only had to win one game, nine seed had to win two games. Um, so we had Blazers, Memphis. Blazers only had to win had to win the one game, and Memphis would have had to win two. Another really good game. Um, Blazers came out on top and therefore clinched the eighth seed. So Blazers, Lakers. What does that mean for the Lakers? Um, you know, it's hard to say. I think the Lakers. Everyone's really down on the Lakers right now because they haven't played too hot uh, during the NBA during the restart. Shooting percentages have been down. They their defense hasn't been too great. Um, LeBron hadn't really looked himself and then on the flip side of things the Blazers look hot you know you got Damian Lillard averaging you know he was averaging like 50 or so some points a game for his last like three or four games um, before the playoffs started so like he's playing great Um, CJ McCollum's playing great they got Nurkic back who's a good big man and then Carmelo Anthony's hidden shot, you know, so, like, they're, they, they looked way better than they, they were looking, um, during the regular season before the COVID shutdown, um, and then they got guys back, so they've got guys back, they're looking good, they're looking, they're, they're a hot team, so that's a little scary, um, but on the on the other hand, their defense hasn't looked too great. Um, they've pretty much every game they've been in has been a close game against every team that they've played. You know whether it's a good team or a bad team. So you know they played the they played the like the Rockets um, and that was a close game. They played I think they played the Bucks. That was a close game. They played the Nets. That was a close game. So, like both good teams and bad teams, they've they've been playing in the in the NBA restart. Have they've all been close games? They've been they've really had to fight to win those games, um, and that's something that that Trevor Lane from Laker Nation pointed out was, uh, you know, Damian Lillard said something along the, along the lines of, you know, we didn't fight this hard to get where we're at to just like roll over basically in the first round of the playoffs. And he was kind of keying in on the fact that that the Bla- that said that the Blazers had to fight so hard to get in. Um, part of that had to do with their seeding, obviously. Like they weren't already in the 8th seed, so they didn't have to just hold the spot. They had to, like they literally had to fight to win games to get in. But also, when you look at the games specifically, specifically that they played, they had to. Uh, they were, you know, fighting to win those games specifically so like they're they haven't been just like killing teams um winning decisively their defense is pretty bad so that's like my that's the big takeaway why I feel pretty good for the Lakers um is the Blazers defense just is not there I mean they're letting teams put up 130 points against them consistently and, and that's like, and that's with having guys like Nurkic and Whiteside, like big guys down to defend the rim and stuff. You know, like it's just Carmelo Anthony's never been known for as a defensive player. He's old. Um, you know, like Lillard and McCollum should be good defensive players, but then like, after that, it's just like not. You know, there's there's not really much there. Um, so, I would really look. I mean, I I would really look for the Lakers to. To really try and attack attack the basket last time the lakers played the blazers obviously they're different circumstances rosters slightly different but this was the game when the lakers lost um it was the first game uh after it was the first game since kobe's death so there's a lot of emotions um damian lillard scored like 47 or 51 or something like that um but Anthony Davis had 37, you know, he had a really good, he played really well, he had a lot of, he put up points against them, um, and that's the thing with Anthony Davis, like most teams won't be able to cover him, or they just don't know how to cover him, or they can't consistently cover him throughout the, throughout an entire game, um, that's like any team, any team that you, that the Lakers will face in the playoffs, that's going to be their problem. Even the Clippers, you know, like they the Clippers, could cover LeBron James all day. They have the guys they could throw at him all day, all game. But Anthony Davis, on the other hand, he's just a he's a hard guy to cover. And then like when you have screen and rolls and switches on defense and all that stuff, it's just hard to it's hard to contain Anthony Davis. So, I think the two big keys for the Lakers to win this series are. Key on Anthony Davis. Obviously, we don't want to wear him out in the first round. We we want we want to keep him fresh and all that stuff. But Anthony Davis is the guy. Like, and 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 LeBron knows that. LeBron. I mean, LeBron this this year was the first year that he was the uh, leader in assists. You know, so LeBron. I mean, LeBron's always been good at assisting. I'm not saying this is the first time he's good at assisting, but. He's always been good at getting assists, but this is the first year that he's led the league in it, and I think a lot of that has to do with playing with Anthony Davis. He knows that, one, he's older. He can't take on quite as much of a load as he used to, although he still surprisingly can take on a whole heck of a lot. Um, And he knows that Anthony Davis is young and is a mismatch. He's just a matchup problem. So the more that we can get Anthony Davis the ball – the more points he can score, the more of a load it takes off LeBron, and then the more LeBron can attack late in the game, or just because he's fresh in general. Um, we saw this against the Bucks during the regular season before the uh, before the shutdown. You know, LeBron was fired up and he was attacking all game, and and Anthony Davis actually wasn't didn't seem to didn't seem to be playing too well offensively and then and then come the fourth quarter anthony davis can't put up a ton of points and really help steal the win so like anthony davis is going to be the guy he's kind of like from the superstar standpoint throughout the western conference he's the difference maker for the lakers if the lakers didn't have him and they had someone else i would feel a little bit more worried i think um and that doesn't and that's not to say that LeBron isn't isn't important or anything. I think that it's just that if Anthony Davis doesn't play well, then we're gonna put the load all of that onto LeBron's shoulders and I don't it's not that I don't think he can't handle it, it's just that he can't he can't carry the, the entire team. So we need Anthony Davis to show up. That's that's key number one. Key number two Is We need Kyle Kuzma to show up We need Kyle Kyle Kuzma's been playing great Since the NBA restarted Which is awesome Um, And so we just need him We need him to keep doing what he's been doing He Has been shooting well He's been playing good defense He's Fired up, he's focused He seems like he's ready to He's playing championship level basketball and he's he's kind of finally playing in that role that we've been wanting him to be in all year and and he's doing it pretty consistently which and that was the that was the main problem he just wasn't very consistent before um so so a a keyed in kyle kuzma that's shooting well is focused and is able to put up buckets while lebron anthony davis are on the bench either both at the same time or one or the other um that's the, that's the next big that's the next big because um, because the thing is the Lakers need to score points like Anthony Davis can put up 30 to 40 points LeBron can put up 20 to 30 points um but after that you know if the Blazers are able to put up 130 points then we need that's 70 more points that the Lakers need to be putting up. So, um, we need, I mean, we need other, not just Kyle Kuzma to show up, but Kyle Kuzma is a big factor in a lot of this. And then the last big thing is the defense. Um, the Lakers, I'm a little, the one thing that Portland scares me is just Damian Lillard. He's, he's like a loose cannon, you know, like you never know when he's going to go off, when he's going to put up a bunch of points, and um, I, especially not having Avery Bradley, it just kind of, that's the big, that's the big pain point potentially for the Lakers, is we have, and, and let's not forget about CJ McCollum either, but but, but Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, two guards that can get buckets almost whenever they want to you know like that's that's kind of like their deal um the Lakers best defensive point guard was Avery Bradley and he's now he's not with the team currently um in Orlando so that's like the big that that's the scary and we I talked about this before is one of the Lakers biggest weaknesses defensively and in general is going to be against teams that have high volume scoring point guards so the Blazers, the Rockets um, those are the two big teams you know like trying to stop Damian Lillard trying to stop Russell Westbrook James Harden Um, it's going to be it's going to be tough it's going to be a little the Lakers are going to have to do have different defensive schemes which I'm sure they've worked on or I'm sure they're they, they know this, but that's that's the big pain point. So that's like kind of the one thing that I, that's a big factor in the Lakers winning this series and winning this series decisively. So I think the Lakers will win the series no matter what, but it wouldn't surprise me or probably a lot of people if the Blazers push this to at least a six-game series, and like I could see a world in which it wins seven games, which. I really hope that does not happen because that's <clears throat> a seven-game series to start off the playoffs is just not great. Um, so defensively, if the Lakers can bring out defense and can find a way to shut down McCollum and Damian Lillard, then they can win this series in – they could win it in four, but, like, I mean, I'll give the Blazers one game. But, like, if the Lakers are playing good defense, they'll win this series in five games. No no doubt. Um, but if they come out lackadaisical and want to try and run with them offensively, we're going to be seeing what we've been seeing all of this NBA restart with the Blazers and the teams that play the Blazers, which is games that are 126 to 125 or 134 to 133. One-point one wins in the high hundreds... Of points between between the teams, so I I really hope we don't see that. I hope the Lakers can bring back their defense, the D, the great defense that they had before the COVID shutdown. Um, and those are I mean those are going to be the keys to winning. So it'll be fun to see. I think my prediction for the series going in, and who knows, this could change after Game One on Tuesday. But my prediction is that the lakers will bring their defense lebron will show up ad will show up and the lakers will win this series in five games lakers carpool is brought to you by anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain first off it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, so let's move on and talk about the rest of the league, how things are looking, how things are shaping up. So... Uh, honestly, I, I'm going to talk mostly only about the Western Conference because that's all that we care about currently as Lakers fans. Um, so we got the Lakers one seed, Blazers eight seed. We talked about that. My prediction is the Lakers will end up winning in five, although the Blazers are not, are not a team to, to uh, look down on. So we got Clippers... In the two seed play the Mavericks and the seven seed. Um, Denver is in the three seed. They play the Jazz in the six seed. And then four and five are Rockets and Thunder. So if the the likely scenario, which most people are assuming will happen is Lakers will win the first seed or their first round the Rockets will win their first round the Clippers will win their first round and the uh, the Nuggets will win their first round so then we'll get Lakers Rockets in the second round Clippers Nuggets in the second round and then the Lakers will beat the Rockets Clippers will beat the Nuggets and then we get Lakers Clippers Western Conference Finals and then from there honestly who knows so if that does happen we have the Lakers road to the finals would be Blazers, Rockets, Clippers, and then from there probably they'll see they would end up seeing the Bucks in the finals or potentially the Raptors and even potentially the the Celtics. Um, But let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's a lot of basketball to be played. I don't like to just assume that the Lakers will make the championship because that gives for having high hopes and having those high hopes ruined. Um, so I, so the, the, the series I really care about is the Rockets and the Thunder. Um, I think the Rockets will win that series. Thunder have been playing well. The Thunder played well against the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers weren't really trying super hard, but the Clippers decisively beat the Lakers during the restart games. Um. And so, I mean, I think that it'll be a good series. I think that the Thunder will win a couple games, but I my guess would be the Rockets might win in six. Um, but the 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 wild card situation is that Russell Westbrook did um, have an injury. It sounds like it's it wasn't a super uh, serious injury, but it's one that I think could. Um, i think it'll have him out for a little bit and could, if he does come back or when he does come back would plague him and could potentially just be like a nagging kind of thing um so that's something to look out for it's that could be something that could be a series changing situation so i think the i think the rockets will win the series i just The guys that the Rockets have, I think, are just better than the guys that that the Thunder have. So, I, the Rock—I mean, the Rockets are are an interesting case because of their not just a small ball lineup, but it's like insane small ball lineup. Um, And a lot of teams, I feel like, just don't know how to handle it. Um, And then you got Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Westbrook is just insanely athletic and fast and, like, we will just run the court and then James Harden can just, like, break you down in the half-court setting, step back, pull from three, and hit threes. Um, so, like, they're a scary team. I think the Lakers, if they end up playing the Rockets, I don't know, I've seen some people say that they think that that game would go to seven games, or that series would go to seven games. I don't know that it would. It's hard to, it's honestly so hard to say because... It's this whole playoffs is so weird just with how I mean the Western Conference is stronger than it's ever been in general and then you have the COVID shutdown the restart games and it's just like hard to tell how teams will shave up against each other so like the Lakers played the Rockets the last time they played the Rockets was, or well last time that they played them that wasn't in the seeding games was before the shutdown was the first time that the Rockets really threw out a small ball lineup. Um, and they kind of smoked the Lakers. Like they were just like hitting shots, running the court and the Lakers couldn't keep up with them. Um, so given like, I I mean, I'm pretty sure the Lakers would have have adjusted by now and have, like, a good game plan to play them, which I'm not sure that they really had a good game plan against them that game. I mean, against the Rockets, you have to have Anthony Davis play the five. Like, that's the best, like, small ball the Lakers can play. Um, and... I just... I don't know. I have a hard time just seeing the Rockets pushing the Lakers in seven games, but I could definitely definitely be wrong. Either way, it's a... It's a. It'll be a tough series. It'll take a lot out of, out of the Lakers. And then, if the Lakers win that series, they presumably will meet the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. And that'll be. I mean, it'll be fun. It'll be. It'll give me a heart attack. But, um. That will most likely go to seven games, and honestly, might even decide who would win the championship. I think this is a case where, the the Bucks are a good team, but. I don't know, 8 eight games out of 10, I give it to either the Clippers or the Lakers against the Bucs. Um, but this it could be a, a case in which the Western Conference Finals is really the battle of the two best teams, and then whoever wins that goes to the finals and will probably win the finals. So uh, it, I'm obviously getting ahead of the game here, um, but it's a, it'll be a fun playoffs, I think. It'll be really interesting... To see how things shape up. There's a lot of... I think there's... There could... There's room for way more upsets this year than there have ever been in the Western Conference. And I'm excited to see what happens. Alright, and let's move on to one last little bit of news that came out last night. This is quick, but... The Lakers announced, or there was a rumor going around on Twitter, that... If the Lakers uh, move on in the playoffs, I'm assuming at least past the first round, that they are planning on uh, bringing out and wearing the Black Mamba Lore Series uniforms. Now, if you don't remember those, those are the ones that were designed by Kobe. I'm pretty sure they were the first set. Yeah, they definitely were um, the first set of lore series uniforms that the lakers wore um they were designed by Kobe. kobe helped design them um and they are they're black they kind of have like a snakeskin pattern to them with yellow um letters and numbers or at least like the letters and numbers i think are black but outlined in yellow um they're actually pretty cool i mean i'm not i'm a big uniform guy I'm I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to uniforms. So like, I prefer like the Packers and the Raiders, like those types of uniforms. Or I, I mean, I love that's why I love the Lakers uniforms because they're they're pretty traditional. They've not really changed too much. They've kept them how they've kept them. You know, they just they've only changed so much, um, which I really like about the Lakers uniforms. And actually, what I really liked about the Lakers uniforms when they came out with the the their their new set with when LeBron came to the team, um, so these lore series uniforms, they're kind of, yeah, they're black snakeskin pattern, yellow numbers, they're cool looking, I think they're, what makes them really cool is they really honor Kobe in a cool way, the black Mamba, um, typically I'm not a huge fan of teams that just, like, wear black for no real reason, um, it's a thing that teams tend to do, especially, like, in you see it a lot in college football where they come out with, like, a black or a gray uniform set that – and it's, like – you know, UCLA did this a few years ago where it was, like, Hollywood Knights or something like that. Or maybe those the Lakers they would call it Hollywood Knights. But, like, um, uh, UCLA also did it for their football team where it was, like, some some sort of, like, reference to the night or something, which is, like – it's kind of just, like, a cliche thing that a lot of teams do. So, like in general, not a huge fan of black uniforms, but in this case, with the Lakers, with the black Mamba lore series ones, I actually I really like it because it's a what a what better way to honor the Black Mamba than with Black Mamba snakeskin style uniforms. So it's it's a cool way to do it. Now, my thing is like I'm happy. I you know like Kobe's death was a tragedy, and like I don't know about you guys, but like I feel like I there's a day a day doesn't go by where i don't like see something like see a picture of him on instagram or twitter and like miss kobe and and, like it's funny because like obviously i didn't know kobe and he hasn't been he hadn't been playing for four years so it wasn't like i was seeing him on the court and stuff so it's not like he was like actively seeing him in my social media life or whatever um But just, like, the fact that, like, we had all these memories as fans and now he's gone. You guys get it. We've kind of grieved through this. And, like, I don't mean to, like, be brushing it off. But it is... It's sad. And, like, I don't... The day doesn't go by where I don't think about Kobe. Um, So I love any... Any time in which the Lakers have a chance to honor Kobe. I'm all for it. Um, So I'm... I love the idea of the Lakers bringing out the the Black Mambo lore series uniforms um, during the playoffs. I it'll my one thing is like if the Lakers ended up winning the finals, it would be both weird and very cool if they did it wearing those uniforms cuz like the Lakers obviously like they're purple and gold. Purple and gold is their thing. Seeing them, seeing them in their traditional regular uniforms, winning the championship is like how I have always pictured it being. Um, so if they were wearing the black mama ones, like it would, it would kind of look a little weird. But also, like how cool would those pictures be? You know, it's like if the Lakers. Well, let's talk about this for a second. If the Lakers won the championship, ten years after the, their last championship, one that Kobe, brought like led the team to. And in the same year that Kobe passes away, if the Lakers won the championship, that that would be amazing. So like, you put that and and the Lakers wearing the black Mamba lore uniforms when they win that, like, he doesn't really get any better than that. So like, I, I, I think that'd be awesome. It'll be really cool to see. So like, the rumors going around are saying like the, the Lakers are gonna wear these lore series uniforms if they advance in the playoffs i don't know what that means i don't know if that means like western conference finals i don't know if that means second round i don't know if that means that they're going to be wearing them every game you know like i don't know what the rules are against like especially now there's no like technical home court you know like what uniforms they can and can't wear and stuff so um more to come on that potentially but something something to know and look out for as Lakers fans as the playoffs progress that you might be seeing those uniforms and if you don't know why that's why so and I think and there's and it's a really cool reason as to why there's not just like a random thing that the, that the Lakers are doing so um something to look at something to look out for something cool to remember Kobe by so that'll be awesome thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers carpool if you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please share the episode on social media um, with your friends. You know, that's a, that's a great way to get the podcast going around. Um, and if you know if you have feedback for me, please uh, reach out to me. You can follow, you can find me on Twitter at Lakers Carpool and Instagram at Lakers Carpool. Thank you again so much for listening and go Lakers!